right, hello, welcome to episode 9 of Gearing Up. I am Greg, and we're doing something a little bit different this evening, this morning, today, whenever you're listening to this. Um, Typically, April is my co-host, but she is out on a a girls' night, date night. Um, So I have our very first guest host, and that would be none other than... My mom. Say hello. Hello. Hi. Okay. Hi. Uh, So this is probably very weird for her. She's never done anything like this. I didn't give her any prep on notes or anything like that. So she's just along for the ride. Yes. Uh, Yeah. I'm in the dark. It's okay. Uh, We've got our alcoholic beverages. Foster's asleep. April is out and about. And hopefully this will be kind of interesting. I... uh, I didn't have a specific topic, uh, but I knew I wanted you to be on the podcast um, just to chat. You're, you're in town, so let's let's talk about that first. So you are in town for how long? Um, about three weeks, a little over three weeks. Yeah, I've so. already been here almost a week. Yeah, so we're, we're knee-deep into the trip. Um, for those that don't know, my mom lives a couple hours away. She lives in, near San Antonio, and... Uh, uh, she is here for the month of November. Uh, my in-laws typically watch Foster during the day. We're very blessed to have them uh, do that, but they need a break every now and then. So usually once a year, they will go on a vacation for a couple weeks. Um, they'll, you know, they've got a big trailer and they'll travel around and do whatever. Um, and we'll take off or my mom will come over or a little combination of both. And, and, you know, we'll watch him during that time. Uh, so that's this time of year. So she's here and it also happens to be around Thanksgiving. So we're, we're going to get to celebrate Thanksgiving together as well. So I'm really excited. Me too. Yeah. So, uh, that's why you're here. That's why we're doing this. Um, I want to start off. Tell me about you. What are your hobbies? What do you like to do? Well, I like to sew. Uh Uh-huh. Um, I like to crochet. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I like to read. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, we're in the process of doing some remodeling at the house, and so yeah, that's I've kept you busy. Become uh, the DIYer at my house. She's she's like two weeks away from having HD HGTV show up with a camera crew. <laughs> um, I get snaps all the time about her progress, and it looks awesome. So yeah. That's that's fair. I would say that all of those those do describe your hobbies. Um, as far as sewing, that's like that's the big one. Uh, for those of you that don't know or have not seen the series on the blog, I do the Maker series on gtdone.com, and uh, you were actually featured on there. You were maker number four. Yeah, I was gonna say five, but yeah, four. Yeah, you were maker yeah. number four. Stanford Threads. Yeah. I did a little uh, overview of of how uh you've helped me with with my everyday carry obsession and god you've been here less than a week and i've already gotten three handkerchiefs so uh it's 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 kills to have uh someone that's got those kind of skills so i appreciate that a little bit more about you for anybody that cares you have two sons i'm the youngest of two yes and i have Uh, an older son that lives in dallas yes that's mr christopher Mm -hmm. Uh, you have two grandbabies, Foster. Mr. Foster. Yes. And Eleanor. Little Eleanor. 
Uh, you worked in banking for over 20 years. I did. You are now retired with air yeah, quotes. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. Yep. I'm uh, just a, a house person. Not a housewife, not a homemaker. married. Homemaker, yeah. Homemaker, yeah. yeah. I guess you could say that. And you have a puppy? I do, Maxwell. Yes, he's a, he's a little stinker, but we like him. Yep. Uh, okay, so let's. that's a little bit about you. Uh, I did want to put you on the spot, and I wanted to ask you, what do you think people should know about me? That you're very uh, loving, very... Um, imaginative and that's a nice word for weird but that's okay no i don't (laughs) think of it as weird you have a a vivid mind and uh gets me in trouble sometimes but yes yeah it probably has in the past too yeah um but you would do anything for just about anybody that was a friend probably even some that aren't friends Mm -hmm. if Mm -hmm. they needed help um I don't know. You're just my lovey-dovey Greg. Yeah, I'm a goofball. Um, Would you say that I've always liked talking and sharing with others? Yes. Like like in this, not necessarily literally in this respect, but um, you would say that I've always kind of had a knack for talking and sharing. Yes, yes, yes. Most definitely. What is uh, a favorite memory or two, if you can't think of just one. Get with like the first thing that comes to mind uh, okay. that you have of of me or us. I have two. Okay, what's the first one? The first one is I wouldn't let you drive or mow the yard with the riding lawnmower until you were at least ten or eleven. And which Chris, which to some people that that's like you're gonna let a ten year old ride a well, riding yeah, mower. Yeah, but your brother did it like at. I don't know. I think seven, maybe eight. I don't, I don't remember. That to me, like having a kid now, that just sounds nuts. Okay. Maybe it is. But okay. So just but to clarify, just to clarify, I, we lived out in the middle of nowhere, had a big wide open yard yes, and no neighbors. And no trees. And no trees. So Per he, se. I mean, we had two or three trees, but my biggest fear was as wild and crazy as you were, that mm-hmm. you were going to drive the riding lawnmower into the lake because we had a lake in the backyard. <laughs> so uh, that That's was always why I wouldn't let you get on the riding lawnmower until you got older. No lie. I almost fell into the lake on the riding lawnmower one time. I got I got kind of close, but it wasn't like out of craziness. I was just trying to mow and got a little close yeah. to the edge there. Uh, interesting. I didn't realize that was it. I, yep, I yep, thought yep. it was well, like... You... Well, there's okay, two, what's, two. What's the next one? And the other one is when uh, you started kindergartner. You started kindergarten. Oh, my God. And okay. uh, you went to school, be and I was uh, afraid to send you. Because oh um, you were kind of like hell on... Will, Hell on Wheels. Yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were a little rambunctious little boy and very inquisitive. And so I sent you to school because, you know, that's what you have to do. Right. And uh, they did this system of good bears, bad bears, colors, I remember. whatever. Blue bear was, was, no, green bear was good. Yellow bear was not so good. Uh, 
Maybe it was Blue Bear next. And then Red was And the worse, Red was like the bad one, yeah. But anyway, at, at the end of the week, if you had all good bears, you got to get a prize. <laughs> and uh, the first week, you came home and you said, I got to get a prize. Yeah. And I was like shocked. Wow. But that was Friday. And on Sunday evening, we were heading out the door to go to your mom. Oh my God, I so remember this. And the phone rang. So I stopped and I went and answered it. God, why couldn't we have just gone? Yeah, you know, two or three seconds later and we wouldn't have gotten it. Damn you, Mrs. Everett. I answered the phone and yes, it was Mrs. Everett, his first grade teacher. Or kindergarten teacher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh. She says, Mrs. Dunn, and I said, yes, and she said, this is Mrs. Everett, and uh, I just want to let you know that Greg screamed at me in class, <laughs> and oh my God, I'm horrible. like shocked because you got a prize at the end of the week. And, uh, I remember what the prize was, too. It was a, it was a, like a, it was either shell, uh, pasta or... Fruit Loop necklace. I think it was like a pasta necklace. Oh, okay. Well, I don't they, remember Everybody that. made that as the craft, and I didn't get to make it. Oh. And I had to fake like I did. I left it at school, you know? Okay, so... I remember so this. So, she says, you need to get control on him, and you need to punish him for, you know, screaming at me. And I told Miss Everett, I said, Miss Everett, he will get in trouble here at home for screaming at you. But you're the teacher, and you're the one that has to take control of Greg. Not me. You. Yeah. And so oh God, we got gonna, off the phone. I can't wait phone. for those phone calls. Yeah. They're going to happen. And uh, then, you know, you didn't, after that thing, I didn't have any more phone calls from Miss Everett. You didn't get the good bear, the green bear, like all the time. I was, but I was much. But more. you had at least four out of five was, during the week, and good. you actually became the teacher's pet. Yeah, and I think yeah, it was just never because changed. you were. I'll just put it out there. Yeah, you're my kid, and I'm going to say it anyway. But you were smarter than everybody else. I mean, I you did that. graduate second in your class. I so. think I think I'm clever. I wouldn't say that I'm smarter than everyone else. But well. In kindergarten, they were teaching colors, how to write your name, and how to use scissors. <laughs> and you knew that from probably the age of three, three and a half. Oh, my God. Um, so, you were, I, I was, you were bored, ahead. number one. So, you yeah, were ahead. Now. I'm, I act up when I'm bored now, too. So, interesting. Yeah, that's two of Those my, are really funny stories. Yeah, I like yeah. this. That's, that's really good. Um, okay, cool. So do you, you listen to the podcast? I do. You do. Um, and you're, it's, it's weird. This podcast, most of the time we talk about everyday carry and knives and gear and stuff you may not necessarily care about. Um, but what, I mean, what do you look forward to with the podcast? Like, what do you look forward to listening, uh, for in the podcast? Okay. Or why do you like it? I... I like it because I'm learning stuff and I can't specifically point out what I'm learning, but I'm learning stuff about you in April Uh that I didn't really know. Yeah. It's Uh, definitely, there's definitely a level of, of therapy or, um, kind of just a, 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 
a level of like you you don't care as much and you just start talking and it yeah you get a conversation yeah, and going not that i don't know youtube but there are things that i of course wasn't there for in your life when you were off at school or when you mm-hmm. were you know when you got married and yeah. stuff like that so i'm learning stuff about the two of you that i don't necessarily learn when i come to visit sure because it's not something that we sit down and necessarily talk about that's fair okay um, why do you think people should listen? Because it's very interesting and, <laughs> and, you know, even if you don't have everyday carry, it's a, I don't want to really use the word comical, entertaining. April is very, I will, I will tell you when I wanted to do this, I thought I can definitely get her into the first episode. Like she will sit down and she will do this once. And I was pretty sure that's all she'd do. And you know, God willing, she has sat down with me every week for like two months now. And we've done this. It's not always on time and it's not always a, you know, a great episode, but we've enjoyed doing it. It's fun. It's it's fun. We just get to... I, uh, I mean, I think they've been real interesting. Uh, like I said, even the stuff about the everyday carry or anything else that you've done, that stuff still is interesting uh, I'm learning a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried to answer the questions that you asked April a couple of episodes ago. <laughs> that and was a I'm, popular episode. Yeah, I'm going to honestly say I think I knew one answer, and I couldn't tell you what that one carabiner. answer was. No, I don't think it was carabina, because that doesn't sound familiar. <laughs> but anyway, there was one thing that I thought I could have answered. Maybe I did don't really remember but the rest i was out in left field that's half the fun that's that's she kept trying to like she would guess well am i close i'm like it's that's not the point the point is to like just goof off and have fun okay um couple more questions uh what's it like seeing your youngest all grown up with a family and on his own it's amazing is it weird does it make you feel old no it doesn't make me feel old good um I didn't even feel old today when I went shopping with Foster. I didn't mm-hmm. feel like an old grandma. Because I'm an not old a grandma. grandma. I'm a nanny. I mean, yeah, but you're not an old grandma. And I'm grandma. not old, so yeah. yes. It makes me feel proud. Good. Because yeah. I see things that I know I instilled in you when I, you were little. Uh huh. And that makes me feel good. Good. You know, it makes me proud. Oh, yeah. So, uh, speaking of pride. What would you say you're most proud of with regards to me? You don't know, you know, you've got another son, but what are you, what are you most proud of, uh, with, with Gregory? Probably the fact that when you went off to school to college, Uh I thought you would enjoy it slash do wonderful. Mm -hmm. And, I don't think it was the right place, the right time, right, the right whatever for you. Uh-huh. I would agree with so all that. So for two years, you kind of more or less goofed off. Yeah, I mean, off you is... you did you did go to school, but I don't really know. In fact, I think I learned a little bit about that you didn't go to classes like you should have. I think I learned that in one of the podcasts. Yeah, attendance wasn't mandatory, but so, you know, there's that. What I'm probably the proudest or what was the question again what are you what are you most proud of yeah was the fact that you took a year off Uh uh-huh 
you asked me and I said, well, I'm not going to tell your dad you're not going back to school because we're no longer married. Yeah. And I think I had to have that conversation. You, it was fine. I think you postponed that for a while. Probably. You know, like two or three months. Yeah, I want to like, say it was, it was October, like no, it was November. Like October, November. And he's like, how are classes going? And I'm like, well, I'm not said, taking it. Yeah. I, I, I'm not joking. I, I really do think it was like, well, how are classes going? And I was like, oh, they're not. I'm not going to classes this semester. And I remember telling you, you, you had breezed over very quickly. two too. choices. Nice. You had to either get a job and go to work full time and support yourself mm-hmm. because I was living with your uncle and aunt. Uh-huh. Or you had to move back in with your dad. Yeah. And I, you know, not to be uh, negative about Mm -hmm. any of that. Yeah. Your dad or anything. But your choice, your responsibility. If you're not going to go to school, I'm not going to support you. Yeah. No, no, no. And and I I got a full-time job. It was was a very, like, it was very right place, right time. And looking, you know, hindsight being 2020, it was was the right thing to do at the time. Right. So... Back to what I'm proud mm-hmm. is you did get a full-time job. Uh-huh. You proposed to April. Uh-huh. You started back to school. Uh-huh. You got married. Uh-huh. And you still worked full-time and finished college. Yeah. And that made me very proud. Yeah. I mean, I didn't... I don't want all this student debt and not have a degree... Right. I'd feel I that would suck. Right, right. Um, so that is one of the that's things. Good. That that's good. That's good. I, I would say it was one of the, well, that and just becoming a a husband and and father. But that that's a natural proud thing. That's good. You I, know, the other story is something that you had to work out that made me proud. What's that? What do you mean? Going back to school. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it was. Uh, of course it was not in the plan. I, you know, and I, I, I said this in an episode once. I don't, I don't ever think that there was that conversation of like, what do you want to do? What do you, you know, I, not that, not that you or dad didn't, you supported whatever I wanted to do, uh, growing up, but there was, it was almost like when it came time to graduate and go to college and do all this, there was never this like, are you sure this is this is right for you? And I don't I don't fault you or dad for that. I think it was just, it was just kind of the relationship that we had. Yeah. Um, and I and I and I was always kind of sure of myself in that. Right. I, I felt like I knew what I was doing was was what I wanted to do, and so there might not have really been any reason for that talk. Um, the one thought or thing that I slightly remember is. At one point, you didn't sound like you really knew what you wanted to do, mm-hmm. except that you wanted to go to UT. Right. And part of me said that was because Chris went. Yeah, yeah. But, and I didn't want to tell you you couldn't go. Right. Because that's not fair. Right. But I remember one thing when you said you still couldn't decide exactly what you wanted to do. You said something about being a school teacher. Yeah. And being a band director or oh God, music or whatever. Oh yes, you did. And yeah, you line. did. No. And I did come back with, 
if you're going to be a school teacher, then you need to rethink schools because yeah. UT is pretty expensive just to become a school teacher. Yeah. And that maybe you need to go to Sam Houston because that's where they have a, great a lot of people program. go yeah. for yeah. education programs. That's probably the only thing I remember about your decision slash want to go to school. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't, I, think- I mean, we didn't really discuss it. And then all of a sudden you came back and said, well, no, I'm going to go to UT and I'm going to uh, become an accountant. Well, slash and, I, and, I, and my thought business was degree like your like Chris. Well, my thought was okay. The money's going to be good. I mean, if you have a business degree from UT and you know, you, you're you're there and you meet the right people, like the money's good and 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 getting a job's not super difficult. Um, but I, I I think I didn't really understand what I was getting into. Um, school had always been pretty easy, and so then. When it came, you know, when it came time to sit in a calculus class of six hundred people, hadn't having no clue what I was doing, hadn't been hadn't been in a math class since junior year of high school. Um, you know, it was a big, it was a wake up call. It was a, it was a yeah. re- reality check. But um, I think that that like that's going to help me. That helped me in in making my decisions for when I ended up going back to school and I think that'll help me making decisions for foster and the rest of our kids when we have them. And, um, you know, again, it, it wasn't necessarily the plan, but it, it worked out. Well, yeah. When you come from a small town, small school, mm-hmm. um, when you go to a big college, it is, it's, it's a culture it's shock an eye, for sure. Eye opener. I, um, didn't go to college Right after high school, well, I took like two classes at the uh-huh. junior college, and then I didn't go back to college until I was in my late thirties, yeah, slash early forties. Took me six years to do a two-year degree. Yeah, but you were working with with you know forty fifty hours a week, right? And but two kids in school. The and school that I went to to get and... that was also a community college. Very small classes. Yeah. Very easy. You could do one-on-one with a teacher. And then I went, when I moved to San Antonio, I did go and take a few classes at UTSA. And I did have a class, like you're talking about, with, Mm -hmm. I think my class had three to 400 people. Yeah. And uh, I ended up dropping it. Because it just, you couldn't get into the class. Yeah. It's, so, it's weird. Yeah, I do understand that. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Okay. That, those, those. This has been. This has been insightful for me too. That was. That was interesting. Um, for those that maybe don't care and have stuck around, I posted on my Instagram today uh, to just field some questions if you guys had any, and I answered a couple of them, but I saved a couple of them to talk about here. So, just wanted to run through those real quick, and then we'll close it up. This will be a shorter episode. Um, so just starting at the bottom, uh, machines within says most underrated or overrated and underrated piece of everyday carry gear. So you probably won't have a lot of input on this one, but I will say, so I was thinking about this earlier and you know, overrated for me, you know, I can't think of uh, the only thing that comes to mind and this is going to piss a lot of people off is the paramilitary two. I've had two or three of them and I just can't, I mean, they're, they're incredibly well-made knives. I, I get why people like them. Um, ergonomics and size, they're just not for me. So, I, I mean, I think that's 
an opinionated thing, but it's, you know, overrated, underrated is definitely going to be personal preference. Uh, most underrated, uh, a pry bar for sure. I have, I have found so many uses for a pry that it's, it's ridiculous. I always have one with me. Um, you know, whether it's, uh, my cap lifter that I use for a, a pry or my, uh, OZ machine co, um, anyone, the teal and brass one that I've posted a million times lately cause I love it. Um, but I really do think like a pry bar is, is underrated. Um, okay. Next question. Vicky Mayo asks, when will Foster be a big brother? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nani wants to know too. Yeah. It's not a good question to ask when April's not on the podcast. Uh, not, not yet. Uh, at some point, yes, but I can't, I don't, I don't know specifics yet. So we'll just have to see. Um, Franco asks, you're stranded on an island. Uh, what, what three tools and one knife do you want with you? And then he came back and said, okay, a knife is a tool too, but you know what I meant. Um, I was thinking about this after I read that and I was like, well, I would want, um, a really good knife. I would probably say like my nickel fixed blade. It's it's got a good hefty blade stock. It's not going to break on me, and it's razor sharp. Uh, I would also have to say uh, a bic lighter because those never go out and yeah. they're very reliable. Um, and then maybe like a like a like a, a stainless pot. Or pan. Okay, that's not an everyday carry. No, and but he said tools. So he said tools. So, oh. I'm going to throw in here. Okay, go ahead. It's not uh, the smartest items to pick, mm-hmm. but I think he said three items besides the knife. Yeah, he did. Are tools. He said three tools. I probably would, thinking of you and thinking of myself, uh-huh. I would probably say a pen, uh-huh. a hanky. Uh-huh. And one of your little notebooks. Because you can always use the hanky, like you told me, for more than blowing your nose. Oh, absolutely. A handkerchief is fantastic. You could use it as a, a sunshade, washcloth. a washcloth. Yeah, yeah whatever. And then the pen and paper, sure, they're not the most, uh, you know, if you're stranded, they're not the most useful things. Yeah. But, you know, you can write your thoughts. You can doodle. I think I'd be more focused on eating. Yeah, you probably would. But, you know, I see where you're going. But that was my first thought when he said... If I were stranded on an island for like 12 hours and knew that I was going to be rescued with, you know, food and shelter at some point, then yeah, yeah, yeah. My first thought is, what did Tom Hanks do? He had fire. He had the, the volleyball. Maybe I'd want a friend instead of... Well, see, the the pen and the paper, you yeah, could Yeah, that's true. Make, I could draw a friend. Yeah, or you could make an airplane or, you know, okay. you could make a ball <laughs> out of the paper. You could wad it up. So, see? Oh, but what if I had to use my paper for kindling and eventually it's all burnt up? Uh, then but you're at least not very it. resourceful if you have to do that's that. That's true. That's true. Good call. Uh, okay, so uh, Chris Hinkleman. What's your favorite deployment method on a folder, flipper, thumb stud, etc.? Um, probably a spidey hole. Uh, I love my Delica and the hole that it's got. I just like spidey flicking. Uh, 
but I only have one of the, I mean, everything else I have is a, a thumb stud, so I'd probably say thumb stud to be fair. And then he also asked, what's your favorite locking method? Frame lock, button lock. Uh, we definitely say frame lock, but uh, the Are axis lock. Are we talking lock, about knife locks? We're talking about knives, yes. Okay. Knife locks. Uh, the axis lock on my bug out, that's super fun to play with too. Uh, not play with that super fun to engage and disengage. We don't play with knives folks. Um, favorite food I answered. That's cheesecake. No question. Um, somebody asked, how do you feel about superconductor and Mokutai? And I said, I love them both. Do you know what either of those are? No. Uh, they're materials and, um, I don't have anything on me right now. Uh, and then the last question before we close up, how many knives is a healthy amount? Uh, how many knives healthy amount? Uh, I would say it kind of depends on how particular you are. I mean, that's, that's an unfair question. People like people at work think that I have a hundred knives and that couldn't be further from the truth. I mean, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I have maybe eight. Yeah. I would think no more than 10. Yeah, I mean, I think you, the longer you, you spend in this hobby, you find that quality over quantity is always good. Um, so I think you just find, like, I have a really nice, nice knife. My my um, Chris Reeves Sabenza is my nice, nice knife. I do carry it. I do use it. It, it doesn't look brand new, but that's my good knife. Um, when I know that I'm going to be breaking down packages or opening boxes or whatever, my Spyderco Delica is my go-to. Almost always carry a small fixed blade, whether it's my tactical pterodactyl uh, AMSAM or my nickel blade. Uh, it's not incredibly small, but it is smaller. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I, I would, maybe ten. That's fair. I think. I, I think ten is like you could have ten and that not be a ludicrous amount of knives. Um, but again, uh, that's you know. Oh, hey, we just got a question, like, just now. Somebody just asked. Um, Dapper Dad says, What would be your grail knife if you had unlimited funds? Well, if I had unlimited funds, I'd buy something ridiculous, like a Rad Knives Field Cleaver, you know, for, like, 15 grand or whatever the heck they're auctioning for now. And I would carry it, and I would use it every day. Does that shock you that there are knives that... Yeah. Cost that much? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rad Knives is pretty dope. Because I thought we had this discussion the other night with April on how much you would spend. But you did say if you had unlimited funds. If I had unlimited funds. Yeah. Um, I mean, right now, this is here. This is like a, that's like a $15,000 knife. Oh, that's why he has black gloves on. Yeah, because he don't want to touch it. You get yeah. fingerprints all over yeah. it. Um, no, but like right now, I've really, I've been into more traditional slip joints. I would say a Pena Barlow would be what I'd go after. Saw one on sale for like 800 bucks. Actually, yeah, that's the one I asked you about because I asked you guys like last night, like is $800 a crazy amount for a knife? Yeah, I can't remember what April said. April said 200. <laughs> yeah, I might, I might go to five. You know, I, I look at it like anything else. I mean... For me, I think spending a thousand dollars on a purse is crazy, but yeah, well, you know your mom, she would never do that. Yeah. The only way she would carry a thousand dollar purse is if she found it at a thrift store <laughs> or somebody willed it to her. Oh, that's funny. 
What if I handed you a thousand dollars and said you can only buy a purse with it? Would you be mad? Yeah, I would be really pissed. <laughs> because I think the most I could spend would be about two hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. everybody's got their things. I just so. no. Mm-mm. I'm the bargain shopper and all that. I, I should have added that, that to one of my your hobbies. Hobbies. I definitely got that from you too. I like to thrift, repurpose slash bargain shopper. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that at least uh, a little tiny bit. Uh, thank you so much for listening, checking us out, tuning back in each week for our shenanigans. Yeah. Thanks for inviting me. Yes. Uh, thank you to mom. Uh, hashtag Stanford threads, hashtag Sherry 415 hashtag or not, not hashtag at, um, Shout out, uh, Greg's mom. Um, and be sure to rate uh, this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, wherever you're listening to it. If there's somewhere you want to listen to this podcast and you can't find it, please shoot me a message. Let me know. I would love, 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 love to get it wherever you need it. Um, be sure to subscribe so that you get notified whenever we have new episodes. Yes, and all you listeners out there need to tell your friends tell your friends and their friends friends tell your friends friends so that greg can have more people that listen yeah uh, and april yeah not, not just greg yeah uh thanks for the uh shout out actually i just got a mention from daddy edc that he's listening to the latest podcast and i'm gonna say recording uh the next episode now you'll hear me uh, typing this when you listen to episode nine. Peace. Uh, appreciate the support. Shout out anybody that shouts us out or uh, shares or mentions. It. We we I love it. I think it's awesome. And again, I, I started this with just an idea of like I just want to do this. It's fun. I want to see if I can do it. And, you know, now there's people that are like, hey, where's the next episode? So, it's awesome. Uh, Don't forget, we did start a giveaway. Oh, my God, I feel so bad. We're going to run the giveaway another week. And I'm going to make another post. And I'm going to add something cooler to it. Because this is going on like a month now. Yeah. Of giveaways. You're entered into it. Because your mom didn't sign up the first time. Okay, but here's the thing. We were supposed to pick a winner right now. We were supposed to pick a winner right now. Yeah. But I can't. You're entered. So, I can't. I can't have you pick because I'm not going to oh, pick. Oh, yeah, yeah. You and April can do it because so I would like week, to win still. Next week, April and I will uh, we'll well, pick a winner. That's why I didn't sign up the first time because I didn't know if I could be included. And so. I will I will add something. So as of now, it's some Garrett Brothers Beard Co. oil and a beard comb. And not that you would need that, but Rudy No, can but I it. can, yeah, I can uh, gift it. And a bag of Everyday Carry uh edc coffee yeah code. that's why i signed up yeah it's good stuff and um, i can't wait if he gets the k-cups out. they're they're out oh okay yeah, i'll have I need to, to check it some. out i'm trying to get the office to order some so that he's our sponsor of coffee at work okay. anyways uh thanks so much for listening uh we'll talk to you guys next week peace peace <laughs> maybe i'll be here next time <laughs> who knows i'll get a third mic and it'll be me in april all right good night everyone good night